The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Bobby, eat, please, baby skins. Come on, darling. What's the matter with him, Mommy? Oh, he doesn't like to eat from a spoon. You didn't either. Goodness, I remember the first time Daddy and I tried to feed you some bananas, I think it was. Mashed bananas. <laughs> did I make a fuss? Oh, did you? You knocked the spoon out of my hand, got bananas all over Daddy. <laughs> oh, you just hated that spoon. Maybe I didn't like bananas. <laughs> Maybe you didn't. I never thought of that, darling. Oh, boy, I tell you, it's certainly a nuisance to go way out to the road and get the paper out of that mailbox every morning. And here's some mail, too, already. Why, he doesn't come until much later out here. Oh, I bet that's yesterday's mail. I forgot to go out and pick it up. Here, a postcard for you. Oh? Eh, from Pompeii. Who? No, 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 not who. It's from Anne Lundell from Italy. Pompeii, the ruins of Pompeii. Oh, what'd she say? Oh, come on, Bobby, eat your cereal. Betsy, now, you eat yours, too. I don't like well, it. Well, you eat it anyway. Daddy, tell Betsy to eat her cereal, will you? Ah, yeah, eat your cereal. Pete says Anne and Jack will be back this week. Thursday, she oh. says. Do you know that? Oh, dear. Somebody ought to have a welcome home party for them so they can tell all about their trip. Why don't we? A party in, yeah. the, in this garage here? Well, we won't be in the house by Friday. And what difference does it make? Our friends all know we're living here anyhow. What are you doing? Turning on the radio so I can get the time. Well, that big one doesn't work. Where's the small radio? What do you mean it doesn't work? Well, don't you remember when you tried to play the phonograph? That switch just didn't turn on? Oh, yeah, I guess so. But I had it on after that. I remember I was playing some records last Sunday. Yes, but it doesn't work now. I've tried it 50 times, I'll bet, since for weeks now. Sometimes it turns on and sometimes it doesn't. Oh, I don't probably know just some on. little wire in there that isn't making connection. Oh, I'm sure it's no big thing. I Want mean, me was... to call a repairman? Oh, yeah, I suppose. Boy, one thing after another. All right, dear, I'll call one this morning. <laughs> What's new? How often do you greet a friend with that question? And we're all interested in keeping abreast of the latest news, be it international or local in scope. And there's one sure way of getting complete news reports, accurate reports of the news as it happens. That's by listening regularly to CBS News. CBS News has some of the top reporters and news analysts in the world, men like Edward R. Murrow, Lowell Thomas, Robert Trout, Charles Collingwood, and Howard K. Smith. Not only are they among the best in the world, they're all over the world, ready and waiting to bring you the news in first-hand accounts from whatever point it may occur. In this country, CBS News has 12 regular correspondents and 21 more stationed abroad. In addition, it has over 400 other news contacts, with men always on the alert to bring you the latest word from all corners of our news-busy world. So when you want the latest, fullest reports on the news, get in the habit of staying with... CBS Radio and CBS News. Yes, yes, I know, Mr. Watson. Yes, well, I called because I, I thought we could have lunch sometime this week and maybe wind this whole thing up. Hello, dear. Uh -huh. Your secretary said oh. I should come right on in. Well, how's Friday, Mr. Watson? Don't plan anything Friday, dear. Fine, fine. Don't plan uh, anything Friday, dear. Uh, Don't plan anything Friday. Uh, hold on, Mr. Watson. Just, just a second, would you? I gotta... Just, just, just a minute. What? What? Don't, Don't plan anything on Friday. We're having a party. A party? Is it lunchtime? Oh, no. Buffet supper at night. I'm sorry. I didn't know you were talking about lunch, oh, dear. Go on. Uh, I didn't know you were talking about lunch. Hello. Friday, then, Mr. Watson. Yes, okay. <laughs> you bet. 
All right, thank you. Goodbye. Well, I'm sorry, dear. I just Honestly. heard Friday, and I've been planning a party. Oh, gosh, so... when I'm on the phone with a businessman... Well, man, I said I'd... I was sorry, dear. Are you busy? Busy is hardly the word. I can't find anything around this place. Why? That, well, that substitute secretary I had when Miss Winters took her vacation hasn't filed one thing in where it's supposed to be. Oh, it's too bad. I've lost a very important letter. I'm having to go through everything in my desk here oh, trying to find it. Well, here, here. Can I help uh... you look? What's in this drawer Oh, here? no, 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 please, dear, no. Good heavens, no wonder you can't find anything. Look at this mess. Will that be in a folder? Or oh, what, no, no, dear? no, what darling, no, no, no. Just, just, just let now? things alone, would you please? Well, keep here, out, you... Anna, just keep out. I, honey, I'm sorry, but I mean... <laughs> thanks anyhow, sweetheart. I appreciate you trying to help me. I really do, but I just... <laughs> please, honey, you know... I was only trying to help. I know, I know you were, but... <laughs> look, uh, I mean, did you want anything, dear? I mean... I'm so busy. Well, yes, I did want to talk to you about something. Oh, well, all right, but but sit down over there, huh? I can't stay but a minute. Oh, good. I mean, no, dear, I didn't mean that. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. Honestly, I'm just half crazy trying to find things around here. Crenshaw's been yelling for that letter. I can't find it. Of course, he blames me, yes. and I don't blame him. Oh, I... you poor darling. Uh, well, is Friday all right with you? No, this is not it. I'd... Friday isn't? Huh? Where could she have put the... Friday is or isn't, dear. What is dear. it? What? Friday is or isn't. Friday is or isn't what? Is it all right to have the party on Friday? I don't know. Yeah, I guess so, darling. I, I can't think about things like Friday now. Well, I, I called Eleanor and asked if anyone she knew was giving a welcome home party oh. for Anne and Jack. And she said no, not that she knew of. Well, so I, I said that I would. I... Is that all right? What is this? No, this isn't it. I, I thought I'd ask no. just a few people, Eleanor and Fred, Charlie and Madge, and Myra and George. Oh. How does that sound? There, is that... Dear... Oh, God, what, what? How's that sound? How does what sound? I didn't hear it. Oh, you mean that, that hum? No, darling, that's the blower in the outer office. It circulates the air. Now, How don't... does it sound to you to ask Elner and Fred, Charlie and Madge, and Myra and George to buffet supper for Anne and Jack on Friday evening? Fine, fine, fine. All right, fine. all right. Yeah. That makes ten of us which is with us, which is plenty, oh, and I, I'm not going to have anything fancy. Something simple, you know. that, and I... Actually, what I thought maybe is Chinese food. Now, you know, what they... I do with the... They all love my sweet and sour pork. Well, I and I can right buy... Here. I can buy some frozen... Frozen egg rolls. I don't know. And then make wonton soup, which is easy, you know? Uh-huh. Now, where's that other folder I had? I had that one right here. And if I can find some Chinese vegetables, I can make mugu gai pan. Oh, That's God. the one with the chicken you love so. You think that'd be all right, dear? Uh-huh. Mugu gai pan. With the chicken. Mugu gai pan. What in Sam Hill are you saying? Chinese. But well, I don't speak Chinese. Chinese food. That's the one you like with the chicken. Mugu gai pan. You think that's all right to serve oh, Friday? Chinese, for the love of my honey, have anything you want. I, yes, fine, fine. Now, please, honey, widget. Now, here, what well, is this? the only oh, reason no, I asked you all these things before. is that the last time I asked people in, you had made other plans uh, somehow, well, and I was told that never again should I make plans without asking you. Right? Yes, yes, all I right, guess so. All right. right, all right. And since this is Tuesday and the party is Friday, I have this got to know, yes. I've got to know so I can call people. It's late enough already. And the only reason I've asked you about the food is because you said you thought the next time we entertained, we should have something different. Because you were tired of getting the same things every place we went, right? Uh, yes, right, yes, yes, I yeah. guess so, darling, yeah, I guess so. You were sick of ham and turkey yeah. and all that. Well, I can say I'm not wanted, so I shall take my leave of you, sir. Farewell. Oh, honey, I'm sorry. Sweet, honestly, I, I didn't mean... <laughs> oh, that's all right. I just wish you'd let me help. Look for the letter, no, no, darling. No, I mean, no, no, really... no, 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 no. All right, all right. Well, like the obedient wife that I am, I have sought your approval of the menu and the guests. Uh, well, you have my approval about everything, and I thank you, thank you very much. Right. And goodbye, darling. Goodbye, 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 goodbye. sweetheart. I'll see you tonight. Yes, dear. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Uh, oh, 
Oh, one yes. more thing. Yes, darling. I'll be very brief. Just wanted you to know that I called a repairman about your radio phonograph. Oh, fine. Well, did well, he come and fix it? Well, what did he say was wrong? Well, he didn't fix it, dear. He came and took it away. He took it away? Yeah, mm-hmm. Why? Well, to repair it, I suppose. Well, he could have repaired that set in, in nothing flat. There was nothing wrong, I'm sure, but some little wire that wasn't making a well, connection. Well, I don't no. know, darling. Ridiculous. I told him you didn't think much was wrong, but sometimes the knob turned on and sometimes it didn't, and he said he couldn't tell, that he'd have to take it to a shop. That is absolutely ridiculous. When is he bringing it back? Well, I don't know. He said a few days. A few days. Look, the last time he took that thing, he, he had it six weeks. Every time we called, he said he had to send away for some part that hadn't arrived yet. And when, when, when did we get it back along with a, when we did get it back finally with a fantastic bill, I couldn't see that he'd done one darn thing to it. Well, her. I know. I didn't call that fellow, dear. This is a new man that Rosemary Aldinger recommended. A new repairman? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you know about him? Well, she said he was very good. Look, call him up and tell him we want that set back today. Oh, darling. Call okay. him up, tell well, him I, I want it repaired today and brought back. He said he was very busy. He no. couldn't even have picked it up early this morning, except he was out our way, and I called just in time to catch oh, him. Oh, look, they, they, they always say they're busy, and you are so soft-hearted, you always say, oh, all right. But believe me, if you would insist, I mean, just insist on getting it back at once, don't worry, you'd get it back. Well... Uh, honey, I, I, I don't like to be unpleasant about these things. You don't have to be unpleasant. Simply tell him that it has to be back today. Well, but what if he has to send away for a part or something? Oh, honey, send away for a part. They always say that. Well, then that I... radio sits around in that shop until he gets around to fixing it when he feels like doing it. Now, look, you call him. I want that set repaired and back when I get home tonight. What if he says he just can't? Oh, listen, Don, believe me, he'll have it back. <laughs> It's not that we're trying to plan your life for you. Far be it from us to say do this or do that this weekend. Maybe you want to go driving, maybe you want to stay home, so go, so stay. We wouldn't want anybody telling us either. But we would like to remind you that whichever you're doing, radio can add some extra pleasures to your days. There are two dramatic shows here on CBS Radio on weekends that make very good listening. One of them this Saturday is Suspense, which will present another chilling story of the strange motivations and reactions that lead men to trouble. Another drama crackles with excitement as it follows the course of an adventure-prone insurance investigator, a fellow who signs himself yours truly, Johnny Dollar. This Sunday, he'll be in some new and unlikely locale up to his ears and intrigue as usual. Now, we're not saying you must listen or even that you should. We're just reminding you that suspense and the adventures of Johnny Dollar will be here waiting for you on most of these same stations this weekend. And you can take it from there. <laughs> Mommy's baby. Mommy, can I hold him and give him this bottle? Oh, yes, Betsy, that'd be wonderful. Then I can finish getting dinner. Yes, he's Mommy's child. Oh, hi, dear. Well, greetings, greetings, greetings. Hi, Daddy, look at me. (laughs) Hey, he's almost as big as you are. (laughs) Did you find the letter you were looking for at the office? Oh, yes, completely misfiled. Miss Winters found it, yeah. (laughs) Well, you found it anyway. Finally. Oh, I called everybody about the party Friday, and they can all come. What party? Oh, 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 yes, I know, party. I know. Yes, 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 yes. Honestly, honey. Oh, hey, what did I tell you? The guy brought the radio set back, huh? Yes, just a few minutes ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. what did I tell you? Didn't I say he would if you insisted on it? I tell you, Charlie Bemis taught me that. He said, if you just insist... The bill is on the top there. I wrote him yeah. a check. All you got to do is put your foot down and tell him, and there, 
1750? 1750? Oh, don't yell like that now. You've upset the baby. 17? What for? There, darling. Yes, 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 yes. How could he charge seven? He said the switch was defective and he had to send away for a part. I said there wasn't time. Well, I... You wanted it repaired and brought back tonight, so he had to take the whole thing to pieces and repair it himself. Well, You insisted on having it back tonight. Those were your very words, dear. I guess it took him all day, practically, and those are labor charges. Seventeen dollars and fifty cents. I, I, I don't know. Sometimes I think the whole world is against me. <laughs> well, we're not. Your wife and your daughter and your son are all for you. And if that's not enough comfort, you just remember this sort of thing happens to everybody. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Seventeen <laughs> <laughs> fifty labor I know, charges. I know it. I know it. You know, sometimes you just wonder how they have the nerve know, to sit down well, and write out a he, bill. He has to make a living too, I suppose, dear. And as Mr. Dibble says, that's the way it goes. Yeah, I guess so. Way it goes. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Francie Myers and Madeline Pierce and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz, inviting you to listen again tomorrow for The Couple Next Door.